The Western Cape government says in the coming months it will be identifying four or five towns in the province to be taken off the national grid. Also, 100 schools will be identified to be fitted with solar power systems that are linked to battery and inverter systems. This is part of its energy resilience plan amid rolling ESCOM blackouts. For more on this, we join on the line by the Western Cape Premier, Alan Windy. Premier, thank you very much for your time with us uh, this morning. How will you, in fact, go about, uh, one, identifying the the towns and the schools, and what would it in fact take to take them off the grid completely? Good morning. Thank you very much. And uh, okay, so let me start with the towns. Uh, we are busy um, looking at towns that uh, we can viably take off uh, off the grid as the first uh, you know, few in this pilot. This will be in what I call the kind of immediate stage. Uh, we're looking for 750 megawatts immediately that we can, within a year, um, you know, fix this problem. Uh, these will be towns with uh, various criteria. We're still busy working working through it. Hopefully, in the next couple of weeks, we'll have that done so we can go to tender. Um, and so it'll be a it'll be a small town with uh, probably 10 to 30 megawatts in usage mm-hmm. uh, can we can does it have grid capacity does it have land for the solar panels um, and then also the battery system um, and then uh, we will go it'll be a leased product for immediate uh, solution and uh, so we're busy working on that criteria at the moment so unfortunately it's not going to be a bigger town it's going to have to be a smaller town yeah um but but that's going to be the plan and then we're doing the same with schools the schools obviously in the lower quintiles um in the higher quintile schools we've already got 46 schools that uh, are either in the process of uh, building solar solar battery systems or other systems um, uh, or have already completed them. And uh, those applications are coming in all the time. Um, and then, of course, what we're doing as government is we're looking at let's take 100 schools at a time. Uh, and so we, we're busy with the criteria there as well. Uh, let's get 100 schools across the province. And obviously, for example, if uh, we've got one of the small towns that's going to go off the grid, then we will take that school out of the program and give mm. it to another region. Um, and then uh, so that we can start there at least, you know, we've got nearly 2,000 schools, so we've got a long way to go. Yeah. Um, but we've got to mitigate this risk um, as quickly as possible. What sort of energy mix are you looking at? You've spoken a bit about, about solar. Will it be solely solar or are you looking um, at, um, at other sources? So we are also busy with our own uh, integrated resource plan. Uh, that tender will also go out. Uh, you know, obviously, um, in October last year, we decided that we are going to play a much stronger role in energy. And provinces don't normally do that. Uh, in the budget process, uh, we kicked that off in January and on the 1st of April, uh, which is just around the corner. I've got a 1.1 billion rand budget that kicks in as our initial budget. Um, and so, yeah, we've got uh, all of these plans. There's so many of them, 16 projects that we're busy with. And one of them is the RP. So what's the provincial RP? Um, how much of our energy in the next short while is going to come from solar, from wind, from battery, from gas? Uh, there are various technologies um, that's going to help us as quickly as possible. And then what is the longer term uh, vision look like that goes to the green hydrogen corridor that we're planning now between the western cape and the northern cape we've mm. already signed uh, that deal and in actual fact uh, our economics team and the mec was in namibia 
um, in the, they've been in Namibia this week because we're building that corridor all the way from Namibia down to the Northern Cape and down to the Western Cape. So, but those, those, we are busy with those projects, but the overall mix as to what percentage would be gas and what percentage would be wind and what percentage would be battery, um, that will come through this program uh, or through the RP, which, which will be a process in the next couple of months. Mm, mm. Just in terms of the, the cost of it all, a, a premier, um, have you a sense of, of what that will look like? How much the, the end user, in fact, will, will have to carry um, you know, once they're completely off the grid? So, yeah, I mean, that's a really, really good question. At the moment, uh, we know that, uh, you know, you've got a quite a substantial energy increase uh, in, your, in our energy pricing. Um, and, of course, mm-hmm. putting in a whole system in a town, um, the chances are that that, especially if it's one town, is going to be a higher cost uh, than, than paying at the moment. But that'll be part of our budget to make sure that we can land it. Um, and those are obviously, uh, uh, you know, what we will be targeting. Can we get the pricing in uh, at uh, what ESCOM is charging at the moment or less? Um, and obviously, over time, the plan is definitely got to be less. Mm-hmm. Um, and if I look at what's happening at the moment in the latest, um, the latest round, uh, when we were having the discussions on green hydrogen and the latest companies that are getting the tenders for, for big solar, um, they're coming in not in dollars but in cents. And uh, so uh, the last round for the uh, power, uh, it's a big solar power plant in the Northern Cape, they're coming in at seven cents uh, uh, a kilowatt hour at seven US cents. Now that starts to change the game. Obviously, we can't only rely on solar, but if your solar power comes in fairly cheaply um, and then your wind comes in a little bit more and then you've got a higher costs for perhaps your battery, maybe even topping up with green hydrogen uh, over time, you've got expensive and, and cheaper power, but overall your, your energy mix uh, must come in at a cheaper price than we're paying at the moment. I'm completely out of time, uh, Premier, but, but very quickly, are, are people just rece- receptive to this? So in five years' time, let's say, for example, when ESCOM has its, its house in order, what of people who then would like to have that option as well in terms of where they, they get their power from? So there will be an energy mix. Um, and, uh, I mean, my vision would be that at the end of the day, a certain percentage of that mix probably will come from ESCOM. Um, that to me makes um, you know sense. If you if you're mitigating risk, you need to make sure that you haven't got as at the moment we've got one single yeah. big source with one single company supplying, and when that falls down, we're in big trouble. If we've got a whole range, I think that'll mitigate risk. It'll it'll also that competition will keep the prices down. Mm-hmm. So I think in the future it'll be a mix of of all sorts of power producers. Let me thank you for your time with us this morning, uh, Western Cape Premier Alan Windy.